You're listening to the Sourced Property Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another 15-minute chat. This time, I'm with Daniel Butcher. Now, I'll get Dan to introduce himself in a second. What you'll first notice is that Dan isn't in the property industry. But what Dan does have is he has a small business, which he runs himself. Dan does everything for his business himself, just like the majority of people in the property industry. So I thought it would be a good idea to get somebody from outside of property to give us their perspective on what they're doing, how they're dealing with this crisis, and how they're ensuring that their business is ongoing once the lockdown finishes. So welcome, Dan. Thanks very much for being here. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Do you want to introduce yourself and say what your business is, what you do, where you get most of your trade, and how you promote your business? My name's Dan Butcher. Um, I am sole trader for Dan Butcher Designs. I am a design consultant. I specialise in wayfinding architectural signage, signage schemes, graphic design. I also do a lot of technical design for other graphic designers. I also do a lot of project management. So where I have a technical understanding, I can develop a design from a graphic concept into a manufacturable item. By trade, I am a 3D industrial designer. So I have a mixture of 2D and 3D CAD softwares that I use to deliver my consultancy skills. So I do a, a range of things from the concept through to the design development, through to the project management. How would you say that this lockdown period has affected your competitors? Obviously, you can't go into a lot of detail. You're covering a lot of different niches within design. So as a general sort of overview, how do you think your industry and your competitors in your industry have been affected by this? I have friends, obviously, who work and and colleagues or, or clients that are graphic design agents. The projects that I work on tend to be top-end architectural design. So they might be for large corporate headquarters, the universities, private healthcare, public realm, that kind of thing. What they found, i.e. some of my clients and competitors, I suppose, that those design projects have been shelved. So if it's a new build, that hasn't been shelved, but maybe it's been delayed. But if it's a development or just an ongoing improvement scheme, they've all been shelved typically. I know that the uh, education sector has shelved a lot of its unnecessary spending. So, you know, fancy pretty signs, they've gone out the window. The large projects have been hit quite hard and some of them are overseas and obviously they've just been stopped. You can provide design consultancy, but anything where there's meetings, anything where there's open spaces. So a lot of my project management got shelved originally. The projects that I had where I, I needed to manufacture signs, that got stopped. Essentially, the production staff were furloughed and the installation staff were allowed to access sites. So. so a lot of work that was in the pipeline has been paused and just put back to a later date, right? Yeah. That's roughly what's happening. And now your competitors are now dealing with that lull in new business coming to them. So what are they doing right now in order to make up that shortfall over the next couple of months until those bigger design projects come back to them? Typically what I've found is that I'm a one-person band. I've actually been quite busy because I've been filling a lot of gaps. People who have furloughed their design team need assistance in getting the small bits that they can manufacture, the small bits that do need designing um, done. So I've sort of being filling gaps for other people. And were you doing that by links that you already had? Because yes. obviously that's going to basically going to your competitors and saying, you know, do you need any help with that? I can step in if you're furloughing guys, which... Um, sorry, yeah. It, was, it helps them because it helps them control their costs, right? So it helps them through this period. So did you already know all of those people that you went to and proposed that to? Or have you gone out and hunted that business down since everyone quietened down? 
I wouldn't call them my competitors. When this all started, I went to my client base and spoke to them. A lot of it is existing clients that I'm speaking to and, and doing right. work for. So what have you done then in this lull? I expect you've experienced this lull as well and some of your bigger projects have been shelved. So in comparison to your competitors, what have you done to then fill that gap? I've actually been working with sales teams a lot. So there are still competitive tenders out there, certainly for large projects where, so I've been preparing tender responses. They get together their costs, they send all the details to me and I put together tender response documents. I've also been still providing consultancy to sales teams. So we've had meetings where we've presented to 18 different designers from a large design agency. What I do is I use other companies sales teams to help me get business because I don't have time to do design work and actively market myself too much. We're obviously a little way into this lockdown at the moment so when the lockdown was first announced and that the restriction of movement was going to be there and yeah people are going to go to zoom meetings and stuff a lot more than probably they had used before did you have a plan at that time did you think okay well I'm going to go to the sales teams and the sales teams is going to be where I'm going to get my you know, get the majority of work for over the next three or four months? Or did you try a number of things and then the sales teams came out as being one of the most successful ways that you could go down and therefore you concentrated on that? I knew that it was going to get quiet as soon as everything shut down, my project management shut down. I didn't know if the designer side of things would be quiet. It has gone quiet. Um, And speaking to, like I say, competitors or even design clients, a lot of their projects just got shelved. I obviously phoned up people to chat and just see how things were with their business. And that's pretty much how I picked it up. So it wasn't a plan. It was just communicating. That's it. Just picking up the phone, chatting to people and the works will come out of that. When the lockdown was announced, a lot of big projects were taken away from your entire industry. A lot of people were furloughed because there wasn't enough work for them. What you've done is you've stepped into the, into that void basically and you've helped out the sales teams put out tenders. The important thing isn't the sales teams. The important thing is you found that work just by picking up the phone, talking to your network, finding out what was out there and finding out what the opportunity was. Exactly that. Yeah, it wasn't a plan. It was just, I've only been going for a year, two years now, and I was first advised to pick up the phone. So I'm a designer. I don't have a website. You'd have thought a designer should have a fancy website. That's what I thought. So I first set out designing a fancy website I was told by people who knew better that I should just pick up the phone and forget all that. And that's what I did. So when this situation happened, I just picked up the phone again. I went back to basics. Cracking advice. Okay, so what are you expecting from the next couple of months? Because it seems like we're getting towards the end of this now and the restrictions on movement are going to be eased slightly. What are you now looking at for the next couple of months? Are you just looking at these bigger projects to sort of just start coming back in? Or have you got a plan for the next couple of months and how you're going to adapt to that? I have obviously helped prepare for my key client tender responses. And some of those are looking quite promising. If they win the manufacturing side of that, there's ultimately product design work and then project management work that will come out of it. So these tenders that I've helped them prepare, they're happy to pay for that service because they get a better success rate. So he, as a sales director for example, can justify spending a little bit more in this time in presenting a pretty document that's well supported with case studies and things like that because he's getting a higher success rate out of the back of it. That work that we, that we do together will ultimately yield some positive responses 
the project management starting again. So I started to see the manufacturing companies coming back already, even if it's on a skeleton staff. So they're manufacturing on a smaller scale, slightly longer timeframes, but sites are also open. So more sites are open, people can work, and you just find that your install teams use the, the basic distancing rules. We've got a lot more PPE for the install teams and stuff like that. And looking back at this, maybe in you know five, six months time, when you look back at this whole period, what lesson do you think you'll take away from this? What is like a big learning for you, for your business? It's picking up the phone. It's going back to basics. I originally uh, did obviously pick up the phone when I started up my business. That's ultimately how I got clients. And when something like this happens, which is fairly unprecedented, I've just picked up the phone again. Um, I used the time that I had to talk to people. It's phenomenal advice, you know, picking up the phone. When, when something like this happens, I feel like a lot of people are looking for like that golden bullet, that one bit of advice that nobody's ever heard of before. Whereas really, you just go back to fundamentals, exactly like you've shown. You pick up the phone, you talk to people. And the people that build better relationships outside of times like this will be able to reap the rewards of those relationships inside times like this. So you're obviously very good at building relationships when everything's going well and you, you know, you're able to pick up the phone and have conversations with people. It's very, very important to continue to do that, even when things are good, so that if, if things do, do go wrong or there's a problem that you need to overcome, that those people are there to help you out. So it's good to see that you're doing well out of it from you know, going back to basics. The level of income from a business hasn't really changed from before. It's just, it's completely different work. That's brilliant, Dan. Thanks very much for your time. If anybody wants to get in touch with you or see any of the stuff that you, that you do, where can they go? You said that you don't have a website, so... Nope, I've still not developed that website, <laughs> which is a good sign, I think. Exactly, too busy, right? Builders will always live in the worst houses, right? Because they never have time to finish their own house when, exactly. because they're being the building. Exactly, the good ones yeah. There you go, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so what's no, the best um, place to go? The best thing to do is to email me at danbutcherdesigns at gmail.com and we can start with a chat and I can send you my portfolio, that kind of thing. Cool, that's brilliant. Appreciate your time, Dan. Thanks very much. No problem. Thanks very much.